0: Hello there, members-only podcast listener. I want to talk to you today about something I'm learning about. Just figured it would be great to add value. Um, Energy manipulation. And this means, like, energy in the human body. It doesn't mean um, Eastern religion-type energy, like vibrations. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, your actual energy. Um, Like, some people say that they have, like, low energy. That's what I mean. Like, they, you know... So typically what's interesting is we often and I'm just kind of like doing some chores around the house while doing this. So I figured I'd bring this message to you guys. So what's interesting is the way that people think things work is tactics. Like, let's say you're in a business and you want to get a freelance client. The problem is that. In order to get a freelance client, you can't just get a freelance client. It's actually a game of like changing things, and then all of a sudden you get a freelance client. Now, does that mean you don't have to put in the work? Of course not. You still want to send like a hundred emails. You know, there's, you have to do the work. But what I'm saying is you have to have a different viewpoint on certain things, and when you have that certain different viewpoint, you realize, like, oh, shit, okay, well, i got to put in the work. Um, so, and that sounds pretty obvious, but it's it's less obvious than you think. I mean, it sounds real obvious, but trust me, this is a very unobvious point here because I know a lot of people that don't do this. So trust me, trust me, very not obvious. So here's the deal. If I wanted you to close, let's say me and you went on Google. Okay, let's walk through, like, a scenario. This is a more advanced podcast. Let's walk through a legitimate scenario. Um, let's say you want to get a client or a customer for your business. Let's say you do consulting, by the way, that could be tech web dev. It could be any consulting freelancing. That's also consulting. So let's say that that's what you're doing. You want to get a client. You go out to, um, Google. We, me and you sitting together, we go on Google. We find a company that needs your help. Let's say you do consulting for social media. So you find a company that has tons of potential, but isn't using social media right at all. Okay, perfect. You found a client. Now let's say we add that client to a spreadsheet. This is really what I would do, by the way. Let's say we add that client to the spreadsheet. There is a spreadsheet, people that we can go out and call and message. We call them leads in business. So you've got those leads, and literally, you should be doing that. Now let's say you've got about 100 people. Okay. In the spreadsheet. Perfect. Perfect. Now you need to start messaging them, okay? Now you need to start contacting them, calling them, video messaging, whatever it is, right? Now here's the problem with this. If I just told you to message them and I didn't know anything else about you, your success rate would not be 100%. But if I told you that just messaging them was all it took, why wouldn't that be the case? A lot of people aren't going to do it. And the people that do do it fail. So let's say I tell... Let's say there's somebody who's baseline. They're baseline. They don't have a lot of good stuff going, but maybe not a lot of bad stuff. They're just so so, kind of average. They'll probably get on sales calls. They'll message. They'll get a response. They'll get on sales calls. And then the the client won't purchase. The client won't actually buy the program. They won't actually buy the consulting. Why? Like, why does that happen? The same... Like, students that have real big hustle, they're messaging people ten times, like, a hundred times a day. They're getting people to sign up and book on their calendar so that they can talk about their website or what web dev needs they've got or what consulting or marketing or social media needs, whatever it is, whatever are consulting for. That person's got the hustle, but then they get on the phone call and they never can close a client. Why is that? Is it because they don't have the right tactics? I mean, of course, that's what you'd think. Oh, they're not born salesmen. They need the tactics. How do you actually sell on the phone? Okay. Well, here's the problem. That's not the, that's not the problem either. <laughs> the problem is that that's not the problem. I mean, seriously, it's not. There is another thing that leads to success when it comes to closing a client, and it's only one thing. Energy. Energy. That's all that matters basically the client's not buying whatever the fuck you say there's an actual part of the brain that i think might be called the limbic system it's you can look it up i'm not sure if that's the one there's an there's one part of the brain that doesn't have the brain for like speaking there's a separate part of your brain that does speaking the problem is this side of your brain or this part of your brain that doesn't do speaking, it doesn't have any form of like communication in any way. There's no way for this thing to externalize its communication. The problem is that that's the part of your brain that makes decisions. And then your speaking brain, you might have heard a TED talk on this. Start, I think, Start With Why by Simon Sinek. So your brain then is like, oh, shit, like I made the decision. I don't even know why. So you're speaking. You kind of like just start coming up with words to make it to like make up for your brain not knowing you're like, yeah, I bought because it just sounded right. I bought because I know I need it. Like this is all words that don't really matter because that part of your brain had already made the decision and the words really don't matter. Whenever a client says, oh, I don't I can't buy from you. It's like the words aren't real. I don't know how else to put like say this to you. Um, The words are not real. (laughs) They're in a part of the brain that actually isn't like they've made the decision. The part of the brain that doesn't work with communication. So you need to like win them in that part of the brain. You need to win them as clients in that part of the brain. So how do you do that? Energy. Basically, all the person is doing is buying your energy. If you're spitting off good, positive, high energy then um, they're going to purchase that. Now, here's the problem. When I say energy, what do you think? It sounds like I'm talking about somebody who talks fast. Yeah, if I talk real fast like this and jump around and point my fingers, am I being energetic? No. That's the opposite of energy. Energy is not that. It's not bouncing around. It's not being ta- It's not talking quickly. It's not being loud. You got it all backwards. And most people have this all backwards. Energy is Ethics. That's all it is. Ethics. Nobody has put this together. Okay? Nobody has put this together. Except, you know who put this together? Well, I'm kind of familiar with a couple billionaires that have. And a couple hundred millionaires that have. And a couple twenty millionaires that have. So, but you haven't. And most humans have it. And that's why they don't have those things. By the way, I know some people that aren't rich, but they run a charity. Charity Water helps more people than any charity in the history of the world, probably. And has been more helpful and innovative as far as not spending the money on the company, giving the money. And they they aren't rich, but like that's what you could do. So this isn't just to talk about money. It's to talk about whatever you want to do. Let's say you want to get a customer for Charity Water. Let's say you're going out as Charity Water, which they did, and trying to get volunteers to give you donations. Like this rich guy, I'm going to go talk to him. I'm going to be so persuasive and, and communicative that um, I'm going to get him to donate $25,000 to opening a water well in Africa. Well, the problem is that person is not buying the words you're saying. He's giving you that donation because of the energy you're giving off. And when I say energy, I don't just mean being rambunctious and all this stuff. Again, I need to make that clear. This is about ethics. And why has nobody ever told you this? I don't fucking know. It's completely unspoken. So ethics is doing the right thing. Working hard, eating clean, working out, taking care of your body, taking care of yourself, paying your bills, taking care of your friends being nice to people, not talking behind people's backs, you know, being the type of person you would want to be being, you know, somebody who's in the moment, not too anxious, not too depressed. This is like ethics. High ethics is like the ultimate moral compass because it's like the ultimate human. It's, you know, the Socratic human, the the senecaan human the the ancient greek philosophers and roman philosophers identified this type of person they didn't have the right language for it now we've got better language for it. this language i'm using now is preferred but back then they had this idea too so those ethics actually define what people buy into and you know what's funny is people with those strong ethics in ancient Rome and ancient Greece, they were the heads of the philosophical uh, schools. Do you know how a new philosophical school came about? Basically, people just started following somebody, not following like through the street, although it did mean that. Also, it just meant they listened to them. If you see one person listening, maybe somebody else joins, and then two people join. And the people are joining because there's a strong ethic. A.K.A. they're buying into their energy. Okay, so literally, if you don't do the following, I know you're never going to close the client. I could give you 100 clients to call to close on your website consulting business to help their website look better, make it mobile responsive. You won't close a single client unless a. You're being ethical. B, that ethics has converted your energy into a pure flame. How do you do that? Wake up on time. Don't be guilty. Don't do things where your negative emotions make you feel guilty. Sleep in, eat cheesecake, eat ice cream. Now, here's the catch. If you did a 12-hour day of hiking and shit, you're, you will not be guilty to have a bite of ice cream. So you have an internal ethic. All humans have an internal ethic. There's not even psych... psych um, People that are psychotic, they've got an internal ethic. It's with everybody. It's just differently expressed. So this internal ethic for you is like going to know, is this? am I going to feel guilty for eating this much ice cream? Or am I going to feel guilty for eating all this food? Like don't do those things. That reduces your ethics. That reduces your energy. Almost everybody on planet Earth does things for which they feel guilty about every day. 10 actions a day 10 actions a day that you feel guilty about just don't do those if you're going to eat too much and you're going to feel guilty if you think about it before you do it if i am i going to do this and feel blah 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 don't do those things and just do the things that make you feel not guilty Work out, walk try to do a push-up if you can't do 10 um eat healthy have a smoothie eat clean take your multivitamins um You know, all this type of stuff, that's the foundations. And then thinking, that's just health. There's a whole thinking component. Like, don't think negatively. Don't laugh at other people's misfortune. Don't talk shit behind people's backs. Don't even laugh or watch other people talking shit about other people. If you're laughing and watching other people talk shit about other people, like on YouTube, you will never be able to get over that other people might laugh and talk shit about you. You'll never be able to get over that one single fact, and you'll never be a YouTuber. But if you just didn't do that, if you just didn't do that daily action, you could be a YouTuber. That's very popular. And, and this is true for anybody. That's just one example. I mean, there's millions of examples, right? You could be popular on, like, Tinder, or what I don't know, Tinder's a, uh, what's that, uh, you know, like back in the day, it would be Vine. Like if you wanted to be on Vine and you wanted to be like a Vine star, let me, let me just give you a tip. None of the Vine stars from like six years ago were talking shit about other people on Vine. They were probably supporting them. And you think that's like obvious. Like, oh, well, no shit. They're supporting them. They're not talking shit. It, dude, it's not as obvious as you think. If you talk shit about anybody behind their back anywhere – you will be afraid that other people talk shit about you, and you will not be bold. So you're fucked. You are 100% fucked. All you have to do is fix this stuff, guys. Every single thing you're doing in your day, think about it beforehand. Will I? That's all you do all day. Think about it. Okay, what am I about to do? Will that make me feel guilty, or is that ethical? Okay, that's work. I wanted to put in a few hours of work, but am I going to procrastinate? Am I going to go on YouTube? Okay, that would make me feel guilty. Then it reduces my ethics. That reduces my energy. I lose all my results. I don't get anything else in the future that I want. I don't achieve my dreams. Reverse it. Reverse back out of all that. I want to achieve my dreams. I want to get what I want. I want to get more in the future. The future needs to be better than now. So I'll be ethical. I'll have high energy. I'll not procrastinate. Just reverse back out of that. Like you're driving a car. Reverse back out. of You know, it's funny one day. We were out in the lake, my family, and we I was driving, and there was like a wave that came over the top of the boat and started to take the boat down. The boat actually started to go underwater. It was a pontoon boat. There was like 16 people or 12 people on the boat, even young kids. So it would have been, it would have been a nightmare, right, for this boat to sink. The boat was going underwater. I mean, it, the front was a, a quarter already stuck in, jammed into the water. So basically, my dad was thinking. This was when I was real young, like 11. He was thinking really, really smart. He jumped over, grabbed the wheel, um, grabbed like the throttle, and he reversed it. And he literally reversed out of a sinking situation. Dude, that's like true with everything in life. No matter how crazy or bad your situation, you can literally just reverse out of it. But the problem is. You have to be so diligent and so resourceful and so like fucking disciplined because my dad jumped over. He did it real quick and he was so disciplined about it. He stayed on that throttle, right? Like that's what you got to do. If you're the more disciplined you are in reversing out, the faster you'll get out of it. So everything you're going to do, think about it before you do it. Okay. Is this ethical? Is this something that's going to get me towards my goals? If not, it's not ethical. If I feel guilty, it's definitely not ethical. And therefore, I'm going to lose energy. Therefore, I'm not going to close a client. I mean, you think it's not related. You totally probably think my ability to get social media marketing or let's say you're doing website consulting, your ability to get those clients, you 100% think it's related to something that it's not. It's not related to the, anything else except this topic. Most salespeople that get in a rut, it's because they were traveling. They stopped doing their exercise. Their mind started to slip. Boom results gone, 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 gone. Five clients, five closes a day turns into one, turns into zero, turns into a cold streak of two months. You know, then they come back, they have $100, a $100,000 day, cold streak of two months. The reason people do that is because of this scenario. That one day, they probably worked out for a week before that. And they finally got a good week. They hit that goal and then. Boom. It all fell apart again. And then they did it again. They hit something and then boom, it all fell apart again. This is the waveform. Okay, you got to you got to ignore this waveform. You really have to catch yourself before you go down too far by doing this. Just think, will this make me feel guilty? Is this against ethic? Okay, it is. I won't do it. Really hard to not do it. Really want to do it. You know what I mean? But I'll not do it. I'll do this other thing. That's in ethics because it doesn't make me feel guilty. Just analyze does this thing make me feel guilty? Oh, I want you know, I wanted to make some art. You know, Actually, it does make me feel guilty because I haven't sent out any client pitches. I'm going to send out four emails to potential businesses. I'm going to try really hard. I'm going to work diligently on it. I'm going to do an hour. I'm going to send them out, and um, I'm going to track it, take it seriously, very ethical, put it in a spreadsheet. I'm taking it seriously, but then you know, I am going to go make some art, and I know I won't feel guilty then. Do that. You have to analyze and do things based on this criteria. If you do that, you will get the client. The beginning of the call, when we're talking about you on the phone with clients. You will get that client, and then you'll get another client, and then you'll get another client. And then, I mean, it's just boom, 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 boom. As long as you can do this, the day you stop is the day you stop getting clients, by the way, if you don't want to get clients, let's say you're a career guy, higher income, okay, higher income. Why was it that my first job, I was given a $30,000 raise at month eight? It's because I had such obscene ethic. I was doing four freelance gigs at the same time and succeeding at all the projects they gave me as a web developer on, at my day job. And doing better than they thought. And making things prettier and more fun. I was a front-end guy, so I, blah, 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 right? Like, so, this is all related here. Because I was doing that, I just went boom, 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 so high up. And I was working so much harder than, I mean, I was working probably, literally 20 hours a day. And no complaints. No negativity. Like, I was loving it. Because that's life. You know, one other thing is, why was i so happy then and why are like let's say you get happy when you're in high school and you notice you're less happy now or you were happy in college but you're less happy now it's because of communication all of life is communication so when you manipulate something you or when you touch something you communicate with it physically communicate spiritually communicate mentally communicate or you know esoteric there's all kinds of ways to communicate you don't just have to be talking to communicate i can touch these ties here, and I'm communicating with them. I pick it up, I'm communicating, oh, it's coming closer to me. What does that mean? It means I'm communicating more intimately. Now I'm picking up two. I've got two here. Um, I'm communicating more intimately. When I say intimately, that just means like closer. I've got more communication now. So when I start communicating with these ties, if I've not been communicating with anything else, I'm going to feel better Why is that? Is it related to tithes? Of course it's not related to tithes. It's related to anything. The more you communicate, the happier you are. Communicate. It doesn't mean talk. It means talk or touch or be or do or. Like anything that, like community, getting into a community, going to... um. You know, going to college, going to high school, there's so many people around you. There's so many. You're you're communicating also with nonverbal cues, gestures, body languages. You're communicating with different societal structures, teachers, student. You're communicating with different types of food you can have, lunch food, this food. You're communicating with your friend groups. That's a separate sub-societal structure that has its own sub-structure. Do you realize how much communication that is? High school and college has the most communication out of anything you'll ever do for the rest of your life. And people always report looking back on it fondly. That is why. Because that fucking communication. All you have to do is find that now. Just do stuff that communicates with life. Done. Alright, have a good day. Bye.